for all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, weird science. What up, Fresh Cup Crew? Weird science is the revolution. Hello, weird science. I like to kill it. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome to. Are we going to call this? Uh, thank God it's Friday. Of course again. we are, Jim. We haven't had, haven't had this in a while. I, I did. I wanted to make sure you officially wanted to do that. You playing games? I am. I like. I used to like it. It's the Friday night fights. I like to say, uh, but this is a little kind of a spotlight deal. We haven't done this in quite a bit, but I figured since. We end up having the possibility of an eight-hour podcast ahead of us this week. Uh, maybe we should have. That? Maybe we should have a dip your toe in so that people can, you know, maybe join in, see what's going on. We have a new year coming up, twenty twenty-two. I don't know if you've heard this, Eric. You've heard the the I've headlines. Heard a lot of promises, but I don't expect you to keep them. Yeah. So, well, I'm just saying that the new year is coming, and oh. so uh, I wanted to have uh, a way that people might be able to check. The podcast out that may have not checked it out before and we end up having what is the scariest of spotlights with this the and wolf with man. that we don't have the wolfman eric he's not in this book possibly he yeah. might be later that's what, what are you talking about say. the entire linchpin the dc versus zombies is going to be the wolfman showing up and killing all of his uh, vampires off that would probably be the case then would go off to the test course and kill the zombies as well no, no, we're bringing he, them to life, Jim. Is, oh, that's what he's talking about. Who ordered the steak? That is true. They are bringing the life. But I don't know that, you know, dead might still be better. I, we haven't really seen too much of a full out brought back after being zombie. But you see, Floyd, he wants to come back or does he? He's kind of the buffy of the situation. He might have wanted to stay dead. But we are going to start with. The scariest. I don't. What would you think is scarier? Is the DC Task versus Force vampires? Yeah. I think the thing is the Task Force Z. I want to say is scarier just based on the how dark the book looks. Because when when you look at DC versus vampires, the color palette is just bright and vibrant. I'm like, doesn't make me think of vampires. It and is dark weird. And scary. Right. That's the that's the weird thing. Vampires, you do think dark and stuff like that, and yet you have you know how the the lasso even like the you cover might get them. a little bit of blood or something like every now and again in dc versus vampires but you got people with their faces falling off and freaking out that's true that is true plus they're all against each other stabbing each other in the back not you know sexy biting them in the neck i like you the sexy what? biting <laughs> in the neck that's what i like eric it kind of reminds me of you back when we used to date you, you were a little bitey i used to say back in the day right is that what you used to say too yes I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. I almost said Gorilla Grodd just yelled that, but I didn't. DC versus Vampires number three is what we will start with. Written by Matthew Rosenberg and James Tynan. The fourth art by Otto Schmidt and Tom Napolitano. Our year-long Vamps versus Heroes story continues, and thank God it hasn't been a suck fest so far. Aaron, this story is still in the setup phase, but we see the Vampire Nation is ahead in this race. Thanks to Hal Jordan's sexy pledge drive. Batman, though, is on the case. But how long will that last if the Just League thinks he's the vampire who killed Barry Allen? And so we get into this. And the funny thing is you do say the idea that this is a bright and colorful book. So that kind of does take back from the horror vibe, right? But when you have Hal Jordan, who's so evil in a way that he is just like, oh, man, this is the worst thing. Oh, my God, he's so bad. 
and evil here as the. He's like there. a Hannibal Lecter, he just is. like you know, putting himself right in the middle with the FBI and stuff like that. Talking like, I will help you find who the killer is. Meanwhile, he's eating them in the background. Oh my God, he's just a so, psychopath. Yeah. And what I like about this is when you have a story like this in Elseworlds story, but you have a lot of characters going on. You have to look and see, okay, are the characters played out right and whatnot? And how is just so good because he's the vampire. And it's really, since we know that and know what he did, it makes it so much better. And I, you, you have to think that Batman knows something is up with how, just the way how is Well, acting. by the end he does. Yeah, it, it seems. I don't even know at one point when Batman's like, I don't want to share what I found. I think he's already. Well, he, I want to think that he suspects, but he wants to like a gr- any good detective. He wants to find the evidence first before he says anything. I got it. I just, when he full out, then I think that this might be one of those where he sees well, he's something just a dickhead here. who goes and says well, it all is. the time about everything. Like, I have my suspicions. When he doesn't know anything, he just needs to find the evidence. You know, Batman's cool. one of those guys that you could end up the most screwed up thing happens and it's always that's the plan all along uh, i just think that this might be where he sees something little and that leads him to okay i really have to check out these things because i have some sort of theory but with that how is like you go here he's just setting people up to go off and you know get off the beaten path send them up to be places possibly to go now with all of that are these plastic man's sad arms here uh, through this first section i what is going on with him and his arms they're very odd to me and i went to look back to see if there was something that ended up doing the idea where he looks like he's just walking around with deflated arms and i just i don't get it as well, much the thing is it's not just deflated arms look at his face too it's all freaking why is your fa- why? Why long face because he said barry allen is dead right in front of him but it's weird to have the set like the arms had to be like Okay, we really want to show he's people sad. who see who are there with shock and stuff like, and their knees give out and they fall you down. You think this, this is, is what it is? An elastic man. Well, with that, uh, maybe somebody should have not invited them. I don't know why. Uh, though, then again, I Cooks, hear that. I, I question anybody who puts Plastic Man on the Justice League team. Isn't he one of the greatest detectives, Eric? I've seen it. Some that's what Bendis says. That's what Bendis says. That's what gets me angry as well. But you end up where he's got sad arms, right? And he's doing this. Everybody's looking at it. It's a horrific scene. I I don't know. Do you think it's a little bit, you know, not as, like it's insensitive almost too soon to have him almost be part of the credits there as he's like, I thought that was disrespectful. Very odd. But you end up where Batman's on the case. Hal is saying, okay, you go here, you go there. We know that Hal is the bad guy. Even when Hal goes over to Batman, and it's like, hey, Batman, you can. He's like, I know what I'm going to do. All right, all right, whatever. The weirdest part is we know that Hal is the mole inside the Justice League right now that he will systematically take out his teammates left and right whenever he gets a chance to. Like we've seen, like he's t- like, you know, killed Xanra already. He's killed Barry Allen. He wants to turn people when he can because this is the life that he believes like everybody should have because of how much of a good time he's having. But I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop where we find out that as scary as Hal has been, his master is going to come and screw up everybody I'm so wondering who it will quick. be, and that's the big, that is a big mystery behind all this. And I started seeing, like, maybe we get a hint here, but it's a weird hint because then it kind of goes. At one point, I thought, legit, Batman was the vampire. I thought that this was going to be the play where he ended up. Yeah, oh, I thought because of the idea in the next scene, you get Ratcatcher, and Ratcatcher is getting, you know, beaten up, almost eaten by a vampire. Batgirl comes in to help. And then Nightwing as well. When this vampire, who's just a vampire here and is attacking and goes after Barbara, says, I was told to stay away from the Bat family people. And I thought that, okay, you can play that off of 
You don't want to get them pissed off. You don't want to get Damn them. Right. But, but they're going to be involved anyway. So I don't think that's the play. I, I know that you maybe want to try to hide and not really poke the bear. But the idea that I we were told to stay away from the I thought that that was a big tell, maybe still a clue. And I started thinking, maybe it's Dick Grayson because then he shows be up. Real. Now, he shows up and I'm like, Let's go back, and I'm looking at everyone. The only uh, person, if it if it isn't Batman, which I don't think, especially with the cliffhanger, Cassandra never was tested. Batman seemingly had already trusted her yeah. and ended up saying, "I'm, I'm sure that he tested." It's her as weird well, though. though, like me, I don't because the other thing is that they are in the light. She's really the only character that has no skin exposed with her outfit, costume, with yeah. her costume, and I started thinking. Could it be, but it doesn't feel, that feels wrong. Batman would have checked this out, would have done something. But just that, that, te- we're, we well, were told not to mess case, with the, the Bat idea family. That we're, we're told not to mess with the Bat family, having a Bat family connection or at least a Gotham connection. I would have to go that our, like, our mystery master would be who killed the Queen of Blood there at the beginning that start this whole war off would be Azrael using his whole Saint Dumas programming. Like, what's a bigger sled against God than the undead who's going to prey on the mortals of man and stuff like that? Crazy. He goes to take her out and becomes a vampire himself and sees the Arabs' ways. This is the new world order that he's going to create for his God. And and seriously, when you say that, I mean, just the on service level, a real religious character who's now an undead vampire king or whatever. That, that's intriguing Who is to me. closer to God than the immortal? I am one with God now. But would we have, I mean, if that's the case, you have to show, do you? I, I mean, you would think you'd have to show Asriel in some form. I, I prefer when people don't personally, just in general. Oh, of Asriel. I know yeah. you don't You don't like him, but, you know, that would almost be, again, we're, we're talking almost like a scream deal where all of a sudden the big villain is the guy you never saw. That you didn't even know was That's involved in the, the story. Reveal. Screams are all up in your face. Yeah, I, I, I thought there was the one where it just twisted to be like, "Oh no, it was the mother." Oh, that, of- was, that was Mrs. Loomis in okay, part two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she was there. You just didn't know who she was. Lori Metcalf. Oh no. Oh my goodness, I like Lori Metcalf. So you end up here where Dick Grayson comes, and they end up, you know, who ordered the steak? They end up taking this guy down. I don't know if I'm a you vampire. Got some bad family fun with Nightwing and Batgirl flirting after killing a vampire right in front of the Ratcatcher. Pretty cool. The thing, is this almost feels like a Tom Taylor book with the playfulness of the characters? Very much. 100% when I was reading it, thought, okay. And, and we said, you're trying to get, you know, that big deal deceased that you have. Vibe. Deceased, right? Yeah. So that's fine. It does play off. Very just. And also in that, I did see some people already where it is Matthew Rosenberg writing a Tynan story. And you can tell this doesn't feel like a Tynan necessarily, but it does feel like a Tom Taylor deal. And I don't mind that. I, I think know. that it's pretty cool. And I, I actually really, that rat catcher deal, that feels 100% Tom Taylor where, hey, uh, guys, uh, you know, vampires really are trying right to now? kill us here. You're flirting. This is ridiculous. And yeah, I just wish that if I was a vampire, I wouldn't need. What appears to be reading glasses that guy has. You would think that you'd be able to. The thing is, you didn't realize this is a vampire hipster. It's just there for uh, pretty show. That's what it is. So look at those that guy's secretly bang. a Superman, and this is a secret identity. Maybe. Also, the idea that you got ashen parts of vampire in your mouth that Barbara said, that's disgusting. That, that's terrible. But honestly, the thing is, when she said she had a bit of it in her mouth, I wasn't sure if it was the blood of the vampire or saliva of the before he turned to ash. And that is going to be the thing that transmits where she secretly becomes a vampire just through that weird like you know fluid it's transmission. crazy now with that there are weird like 
when she says, what are you doing here anyway? I I swear to God, she looks like a a vampire. There are times when smiles happen. I'm like, I don't She looks like a bat. Now, look at her, though. She's now the bat thing out. I'm just her face and everything. And and with that, that's kind of an Otto Schmidt, the way he draws. But we go with Batman. And one of the best Batgirl costumes and the one I wish that we'd go back to. But no. Yeah, I like it. I am. That's why DC versus vampires right now is the superior world, because at least we get a good Batgirl costume. And I really do like the story, and I, I really am liking the art, which is funny because the first issue, you had a lot of dark and a lot of reds. And I ended up saying that even though Otto Schmidt, you know, I usually like his art that it did seem almost drab because we had. Remember when we would see Andrew oh, yeah. Bennett would see everything in red, and then we yeah. go the reds and blacks throughout the Legion of Doom headquarters, and we got past that, and now it is like the brightest vampire story you'll ever have. But Batman is down in like, low. Even in when the you sewers. have Jaina show up to help Batman out with his investigation because she wants to get to the bottom of what happened to her brother and stuff like that. When you just look at this Wonder Twin, the purple on her costume just pops off the page. It's like it's almost an animated series kind of look. This entire shit. This I've gonna say show but yeah comic has and it's really fun to read in that way yeah, because like it. it is this great story where it is like you know bright and vibrant and dealing with this dark natured thing i'm like i like the juxtaposition of the way it looks like to the, way it's, the tone of it and i i don't want to get people pissed off when they you know shake their fist at all never read digital but i i read digital and this pops there are points sure where it looks so good and there are times when something like this it does kind of get elevated when you, you read it digitally because of the colors and the backlit and all that stuff. But Batman is down. He's scanning the sewers. He's trying to find Sam. DNA evidence of something because from what he saw before going over the whole of Justice, but like after Zan disappeared and stuff like that and Andrew Bennett disappeared – it turns out that old how Jordan White can make a you know Wonder Twin smoothie. He can't clean up. A, he's a bad roommate. Yeah, doesn't yeah. do the dishes properly. So he left a little bit of Zan and Bennett in the sink <laughs> and in the pipes. So Batman's underneath the Hall of Justice in the sewer looking for different DNA evidence of, you know, vampiric, alien. And the worst part is, even with uh, Jaina right there, he does find both those DNA sequences in the water underneath the Hall of Justice in the sewer. So she knows that her brother's gone and batman knows that the shit is on because andrew bennett said as well yeah and i like the stuff with jana because she ends up knowing he's dead she knows he's not a, she says but she can still feel him because all that's left is a thumb yeah and it's it's almost like that idea where if you know grizzly stuff but if you know you lose a dog or you know have a kid kidnapped like there are points where I'm saying you know, the same thing. Your dog dies. Your kid gets no, kidnapped. No, this is the thing. Not the dog. I'm saying the dog disappears. It runs away. I wanted to try to play that. It didn't There's feel big enough. Note. I can't read. That disappeared. It didn't feel big enough. So I had to go. But there are points. Again, a lot of people like the true crimes, right? You oh, end yeah. up where there is a point where even when you, if you're listening to the true crime and you hear interviews with the mom and dad. Oh, that bitch did it. You just or or you just want to say. They're gone. You know, a three-year-old baby who disappeared and hasn't been seen in six months. Yeah, the parents probably did it, but there's not much of a chance. And that's how this plays out to me, where Jaina knows that Zan is dead, but she's, she can feel him. It feels off, but maybe there's that hope. Maybe well, even the something. idea, though, that he was poured down the drain and stuff like that, and she knows he can't turn into water unless we're together. I'm like, ooh, how figured out a way to turn into liquid for sure. I love the idea. It's like, he was water. <laughs> it was blood. He was gross. Oh, my God. And so she's doing this. But what I like about this, and I even said in my written review, that this feels like, okay, everything else, yeah, you get your typical Elseworlds deal. Like we said, we had deceased whatever. This is the heart of the story, especially with a girl whose brother, like everything to her, 
And now he's gone and this is going to get her fired up. And now she is going off. Now we get Buffy. I want to know what happens to the Wonder Twins without a twin to go on there. Is she powerless now or is she going to take on both of you? And like, you know, Wonder Twin power. Seriously, you you don't think that it's because she's going to have a necklace with that thumb? And she's going to touch it. I, I I get that that's all that is. You know what? That's 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 great. That I think work. that that's what it's going to be. Like touch the thumb. She's going to fist bump the thumb and then go. But Batman just turns into that. some weird wooden alien creature that just shoots stakes out at all the vampires. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I ended Form up swamp getting so excited just <laughs> well, sitting there. Yeah, animal. I just can't really. I started thinking like, oh my god, like change. We've had the Wonder Twins some book Pokemon. before. That'd be great. Yeah, like and you know. I like the Wonder Twins growing up in the cartoons and stuff. Again, I never as a kid, I, I hate when people with Aquaman, even though, when you're a kid, a lot of times, if you're a nice boy like I was, not like uh-huh. you, you don't think of things, oh, that's a joke, that's a joke. I know you like Wendy and Marvin a lot better, but. I do. I did like that. Because they, they come without Gleek. I know. Ah, oh, Gleek. Yeah, where is Gleek? You end up where, you know, when he pulls up the stomach. Why would they do that? And then I'm like, ooh, I think that's how they combine and do the powers. But even the progression from this where she's upset, Batman is going to go and dive down and see what he can find. And you go where there's that water, she's looking down, and then it's the puddle. I mean, very cinematic. Poor Penguin can't catch a break. I mean, the guy's running from the, these vampires. They're chasing him. He's doing a pretty good job. Little short stuff I, there. I'm just telling you, the thing is, big old like uh, Oswald Cobblepot running down, being chased by a group of vampires in the streets is great to me, and I loved every it's bit awesome. of it. It's awesome. And it's even funnier when he then falls in the ground. You think he's doing, but he falls on the ground right in front of Zatan, and you think that this sorceress can go and do some like you know voodoo magic to take these vampires out. You never expect that she's already got the taste of blood in her mouth and goes after poor Oswald herself. And it's funny before when I was reading this, and I wanted to go back to see the Bat Family when I got that deal, and I went back to the last issue when they had that meeting and things like that, and they were going down. Okay, who would these vampires go after first? And Damien was right away. They'd go after the magic users because they have, uh, you know, problems with magic. And that's good, you know, Batman writing some stuff down. And so when I saw this, I'm like, ooh, okay, it, finally. He caught a I break. We're going to like backwards magic our way out of this. No more event va- like vampires. I must like, you know, Wanda Maxinoff, like no more mutants. Exactly. But like backwards magic, no more vampires. Yeah. No. Zatanna is taken out of the picture. I love this idea, too, where you have the penguin who, I mean, I don't want to shame the guy, but he's not a looker, Eric. He's not a looker. He, you know, I know you're going to say he looks like me, but that what? would just that would just completely go the with penguin. the idea. I don't love you. Oh, seriously, you don't? You, do you like like me, though? <laughs> he's got umbrellas. He's got a cigarette holder, that extended one, top hats. He's a man of class. I don't have be. that, right? But look at the look at those eyebrows. Crazy. But when he runs into Satani, you get that play. And this you could insert anything with vampires with any sort of where you, you have Oswald who's like, oh, here we go. You can like he's running scared from this group of people thinking that, oh, my God, they're going to end up turning me into one of them. Oh, my God, I got to get away. Like, we don't want any parts of you. We're going to eat you. You you are going to be a snack. We don't really care. And it, it made me laugh when he's like, what? And she ends up turning 
and he is done. He's sometimes the girl just wants to eat some junk food. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty funny. And he's like, "What? Like, really? Where's I'm my penguin?" The thing is, if you want to like substitute the penguin with a Danny DeVito, and I like to think of like when he shaved off all his hair in that one Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where he does what he wants to be pure and clean and has hand sanitizer on him. The idea of almost like a half naked penguin vampire just crawling over somebody to bite them seems like one of the most heinous and hideous things I could think of. I mean, legitimately, I think that there wouldn't be that many worse vampires as a penguin vampire. Like, do, you remember, do you remember that vampire in the first Blade movie? That one, like you know, was a Jabba the Hutt vampire. Oh, yeah, like, what yeah, are those yeah. things. Yeah, awful, awful. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of my father actually. Yeah. Uh, thanks you a lot. The book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Thanks. No, I have not. Why did Check that, that remind me? Remind you of my father? No, it just has. It was talking about job, and that's okay. All. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That big giant, you know. I don't know. I like. It looked more like Pizza the Hut after they started shining the, the I, light I on it. I didn't know if that vampire in the first Blade movie looked like that before or after it became a vampire. Yeah, really? What was it Or before? is that just one of those weird evolutions of vampires that it's been around that long and when it sits around the house, it sits around I the house? I was going to say, if it was a regular person before becoming a vampire, they got to get them unfused from the couch and cut open the, the whole the the side wall. wall to get them out of there. Uh, but with that, we go from I don't want to shame and, Penguin, but I'll shame that guy. Yeah, really. That Well, that guy's not real in my mind. It's just <laughs> <But> a, Penguin <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, really. You end up where you then go to the, you know, the death the scene. The beachfront where Barry Allen's death was found. I don't know that they have to really have the police tape right around right there at this moment still. I mean, they've already done all the investigating and stuff well, like that, is, but it's just look, to look, let you know where she is. I agreed, think. but the thing is, the idea, like, we have this police tape so we can collect evidence later on so we know this is where Barry Allen's body is. Wonder Woman's just standing in the middle of it. She's tramping any, over any evidence that might be there, so it doesn't matter. I think the tide is coming in and out also. And then Hal just goes and stands next to her. I'm like, we're just standing on the, the like, where Barry's like body was found right here, just on his blood-stained freaking sand. Legitimately, I thought she thought this was that new hip club and was in line. She's in queue. <laughs> She's in queue. She's waiting. So, Dave Navarro up there? She's looking for him. Hal comes by. And again, I love this play with Hal because we know that he's the vampire. He's, uh, you know, pretty much, like I said, he runs the recruitment drive here. He's going around. He's not the big bad. He's underneath the big bad. But we know how what he is and what he can do and how bad he is so you're just waiting and like oh my god is he going to be able to get wonder woman no wonder woman can get away whatever and she does not she does suspect him after he gets sexy he's doing the sexy vampire stuff that we like and she ends up putting the lasso around him and the best thing is is he doesn't mind Telling he tells her. the truth. His own truth is, I love this vampire shit. You know what? I think you'll love it as well. You can keep this on me, but what Wonder Woman didn't count on was the Dracula Mesmer that he has. <laughs> That's Combined with the Green Lantern power that just look into my eyes, Diana. You'll love this shit. Let me, let me soak your blood. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it goes with that. And I love the idea where I think that a little bit ago, like a year or two ago, we ended up and I told you or you saw it and we were talking about the idea that people were getting upset because they had never heard or thought that Dracula would be a sexual guy. Dracula is banging everybody. He is so sexual and over the top in the way that it's one of his powers to, to like you said, the Mesmer deal. And I like that Hal ends up using this. And it is, first off, you know, vampire. Then it's increased by the Green Lantern ring. I even think that the whole deal is increased a bit by the lasso because it is telling the truth. 
And then and the truth never sounded so good. Yeah, I mean, and he's all into this. And he, hey, you know, Barry had a thing for you. Oh, you stop. You know that Wonder Woman loves you this, know, right? I have a thing for you too. <laughs> Bruce, I mean, does. and then like she gives him a weird look. But also, you know, Clark and Bruce, they did too. Like the idea that you're trying to push your sh- like shoot your shot right there, but it's not working. Then you gotta ease back on it. Oh yeah, we all we all had a thing for you. Don't worry. But you know what? Here, have another look drink. At that smile on her face when he's like, "You're a goddess, Diana." Everybody does. Barry, Bruce. Clark, me, oh, you, and then he does pull it back, and like, and then she's like, okay, I got you, like, she was trying to trick him. I don't know, that's exactly, it was all a ruse and right I know, there but to it get looks funny she when him. she's like, oh, my goodness, but yeah, it's a trick, uh, but it doesn't work out, because he says, oh, this, this is the truth, I mean, I love it, this is great, and I like that it does, a lot of times when you get this, you know, Lost Boys, all the stuff that we love, where they really, really lay it hard and heavy about how great it is to be a bad, He's just like, it's awesome. It's so much power. And I know power. I have the ring. It's done in a more subtle way in my mind, but it's more powerful with that to say. It's it's just like a ring. I mean, it's so great. You should do it. And, and he ends up sucking some blood. He ends up turning her into a vampire. So do you think that with that, and one of the things that we've seen in some of the continuities recently, she could just wrap the lasso around herself and the vampirism is not her truth, Eric, and can go, I if, hope if that you that does not If you want to go with that five-issue Shea Fontana story in Wonder Woman from like not. two years ago, then that is your headcanon, <laughs> then it will work. That's yes. up to you, buddy. Well, also, that was where Penguin was running away. If because- you have a disease inside you that's not there of your own body's accord, you can wrap that lasso around you because that's not that's your truth. That's not your truth. Also, Penguin wasn't running away from vampires. Those were actually the brothers of the penguin that he was nailing at the time, Eric. I don't know why you want to keep bringing that up. You have weird ideas Shea in Fontana, your head. Montana, Tom King. You love black pink and the idea of guys banging animals. Love the black pinks. Hey, Tom King said it was true. I'm just passing and you on love the Tom info. King. Yeah, I do. Don't I? You end up where then got weird ideas. we have Canary and Damian Wayne. They find the body of Penguin. Poor Penguin doesn't get much respect in the scene. He's just kind of there. Uh, he's Jump just a through. mess, right? And they're arguing with each other who's bad, who's not. Are you a vampire? Are you a vampire? Why are you here? Well, you're here as well. And they I just end up don't fighting. understand why we do any of this stuff because we had an entire freaking issue that seemed dedicated to the Bath family going over rules of vampirism, the way to fight vampires. And we have like Black Canary versus Damian Wayne Robin, and nobody has a cross, any holy water or anything. It's just Black Canary's going to take a blood sample like she keeps doing with a bunch of people and go test it later. I'm like, this is not a very good way of your like like you know asset of your time right now because there's easier things to do. There is. This is a play. I think like the thumb earlier at the end. The big reveal is that Diana, vampire Diana, and House say Batman's the vampire. I think this is only so that they know that they get blood samples from it. He well, you does got a point. say you want you want this to become the thing with Kurt Russell right there, where he goes to get the blood sample and test each one. Clark's gonna come in and say, "I we think it's." Batman, he's like, listen, because he, you know, Oliver does say it. We can't do Batman's, but he'll be able to test. He'll be able to trick the test anyway. He has the Wizenator, Eric. I feel, I feel like Superman can use his X-ray vision to Maybe. go on telescopic vision or microscopic vision and be able to see something wrong with somebody's blood. It almost feels like they're going to go down. That's why I say, like, it's a weird play with Batman because you know you would think that it's too obvious, and even at the end, it's the dupe, but. I think at one point they're going to have to have the idea, well, we know that the kids here, they're not vampires. And if Batman was, would he, wouldn't he have turned them? I don't know. It does seem weird because we already went with this. This would have been better served in my mind to have another character that we haven't seen fight Canary so that she is. And she's just running around taking blood samples. 
Like, I don't know. That's She's not gross. the greatest job ever, right? It is. I it's disgusting. I don't need some crazy broad running on the streets, and I'm just trying to go get a coffee down the road, and all of a sudden, someone's taking my blood out of my neck. Yeah, and then she's, like, swishing it. And I'm like, oh, now I gotta go get tested for everything, because I don't know where that needle's been. You're also really, yeah, you're also really kind of giving that idea, like, are they doing that crazy thing that she's not going to, like, she's turned, but she's not going to, you know, turn me or even she's going to then use that to feed on. It's a weird play, like the optics of it. She ends up saying that Damien was weird. He isn't. He, he seems to just be Damien. Green Arrow's right there with it. He's always weird. Yeah, he's yeah, just Damien. Is. Yeah, so she's like, but then she says, no, a little more than the and it felt well, I'm sitting there wondering like, how often do you interact with Damian Wayne Dinah? Well, you know, checkmate stuff. She might have been on the, the side she of that. She wasn't on checkmate. No, I'm saying she might have heard from Oliver from the side things of that and that. But no, she was there to get blood. And then she goes back to her base, runs off. And the thing is, the idea of being weird, I think that if Damien is being weird and Dinah's saying it's weirder than normal, it's just because Damien Wayne is privy to the knowledge that Gotham has been overrun by vampires. Yes, he is doing Boy Wonder stuff, has grown up in a freaking death cult with the League of Assassins, but this is still a whole new bag for him. You're going to act a little bit weird with that idea. he looks like any monster. The wolf, right? He might be happy about the idea of beheading people. Oh, yeah. I actually think that this is like his dreamland. (laughs) He's like, what happened? Did I get the wishing like still all of here? a sudden you got those crazy friends who are like you know doomsday preppers and oh yeah stuff and a zombie apocalypse up. It's like it's about time oh motherfuckers. The, yes, really they're high-fiving people they're going also Damien, i told you you can just imagine damien sitting there and is like hoping that certain characters do get to like i think jason todd still is i could go into it but you end up having dinah go off and then we go back to you know finish this deal with batman and jana where they do get the thumb she sees that she's crying she is pissed and says i'm taking it to the streets who did this who could have done this to him and you know you end up having batman looking and batman is always going to be the logical one he's calm and he says it is bone fragments it's cut it's too clean this is not anything from a saw anything this looks like it was cut by light so boom how jordan and so he's on the case. I, but like I don't. I don't understand that line. How that works? I, it's not cut by metal, but the idea that you say this was cut by light. I'm like, I don't know where you're coming up with this, a Batman. You have your suspicions. You're making the evidence go where you want it to go. Again, I thought maybe there was a little bit there when he was rubbing that sand in his hand. Like, hmm, this is interesting. Uh, but Jaina's pissed. She's going to go off, and it looks like, and even in the solicit, she's going to become. Like a Buffy vampire hunter, which, which is, is pretty badass. cool. It's really cool. I and love the way she looks here. Looks great. I mean, when she's pissed there. Like and is, who knew that this is the Wonder Twins comic that I want, where Xana's murdered and Jaina goes on a freaking quest for revenge, Kill Bill style. Where, where is that? Where Kill Vampire Bill style? Yeah, people, <laughs> they're gonna end up where? Why don't you have people already saying this is the book that makes the Wonder Twins not a joke, like the Jeff Johns Aquaman? Uh, <laughs> we need that, but. You end up where Dinah goes back to the Xanfoy dive was kind of a joke. He was, but that I, I like the play here. I like the play that he was kind of a joke, but his innocence killed him, Eric. Not how Jordan. You end up where too at the one point when Dinah was, you know, downtown talking to Damien, one of the things he said, Where's your boyfriend? He he went missing. Where's he? And we do see where he is. He's at a strange desert garage. I know. What was weird is I don't know why. This feels like somewhere like we had seen, I know it was a diner in Infinite Frontier, but it feels like this is where like Roy just popped up at the one point when he was getting back and he was going to call the Titans. And then he hung, I'm like, he, he's just there yeah. because Roy's there. I agree. It, it looks like that. And Roy's there. And I, I like this. It's outside of a city, but. Very Tom Taylor-esque again, though, right? With this, 
hey, what's the password voice? There he's got the bone. Like, I don't know. Well, how do I know you're not a vampire? Well, I'm not. You know my name, so you know I am. And if I'm a vampire, I still know the password. It's kind of a funny deal. Yeah, you're dumb, Roy. And then Oliver comes in, or Oliver, he end up having him come in and say, Hey, I don't even know the password. I want Roy to say, then why the hell do we have them? I mean, really, if you guys are going to play along, go screw yourself. And, and the- it doesn't matter, though, because nobody, if they, they, they're a vampire, they'll saying. know it. Then why have it? And poor Roy's playing the game. He wants that password. Well, I, I bet the thing is, it was Roy's idea. Probably. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I just want to thank Brandon Thomas. When I said Oliver, I actually thought I said the wrong deal because my head still warped from that Aquaman Green Arrow book. I ended up thinking, oh, I messed up. Yeah, oh, my God. So you end up, though, where she's there, and I really thought that she was eating Zan's other finger, but it is French fries. She's having the French fried breakfast, then. French fried breakfast. What the hell's that? But she has gotten the samples, and they're trying to go, and, of course, they have their crazy people wall. But why are they so far apart in this? They're really wasting a lot of yarn in this where you have they could be a little bunch together. There'd be a lot of new evidence to show up and they don't want to have to rearrange everything. I hope that's the case. And I hope that like the missing pieces there are part of a big because there's like some that are like way off and I just don't like it. But they do talk about the idea. You afraid they're going to go over their yarn budget? Yeah. And then they're going to have to go out. They're going to forget the password. Roy's going to kill them. That's what happens in a vampire apocalypse. Roy starts killing a lot of people. Right. And again, when you're doing this, we're still in the setup phase. But boy, I can't wait. If we get to full out battles, like I want to see Roy jumping around, shooting people. And you start to think, and like you said, it's it's Tom Taylor feel. So I'm starting to think even Tom Taylor-esque of the things, okay, Roy, who would be, who would he be the most upset at turning into a vampire and who he'd have to kill and things like that. And that's kind of the fun of it. And really who is the big king of the vampires. But at the end, you do end up having this deal where at the Hall of Justice, you end up having Diana and Hal come in. Look at that. Hal is a really good actor, right? Even before at the beginning, he's so evil, but he come, He can't even look at them because he's so aghast that they found out evidence that it was Batman who killed Barry. I just look like he's like clenching his jaw. I like that they're not stuff. showing their hand yet, though, because the idea that we have Diana and Hal are both vampires now, and they're coming to frame Batman. Yeah. They don't say that Batman's a vampire. They say that Batman killed yeah, Barry. Yeah, killed Barry. So we'll have to see. And I'm just going to be sitting there as one of the Justice Leaguers just watching, doing monitor duty as they walk in and tell me to say, Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and and the thing is, again, if if one of my team members on the Justice League came up to me and told me Batman killed this person, I would immediately go after them because there obviously something's wrong with them. And that's the funny thing. If you would have this in a real world situation and everybody's aware, like the public's aware, they may say it has to be Batman, but not the Justice League. But then again, I don't know who they say that. And there is Red Rain Batman. That is true. I just sit there. I'm wondering if right before the I'm going down fast. Superman might have just gotten off the set of Grease singing Grease Lightning. He has a weird look. Those button shops. I mean, it's really over the top. Look at that guy. He looks like he might be Kanicki. But that's a cool ending. Even in, in that like red deal of them looking at him, he looks really like. 
I don't know. He might be the vampire. But... The worst part for Batman going forward, since he does have evidence that, you know, how he knows that there's a vampire apocalypse going on. The idea that Hal Jordan did kill, you know, Andrew Bennett, Barry Allen, and, you know, Zan right now. I'm, I'm sure he just assumes Barry on because he has evidence for Zan and Andrew Bennett, but he doesn't know about Wonder Woman right now. So he's going to get ambushed when he goes after Hal. Yeah. And it's one of those things, too. Like, if you end up where it, it could be something as simple as I told a lie. I know that you, you know the truth, so then I just start spreading crap about you, so everybody hates you before the fact. Like, they are really going, and Hal's so going. thought about this. Uh, I'm saying, Hal's going there and saying, like, oh, it's Batman before Batman. Because if Batman comes in and goes, oh, no, no, it, it, it's Hal. You've already set the doubt in, though, like you said, they should I just imagine Batman. this could be a weird thing with Plastic Man, where, like, it's Hal and Batman fighting. I don't know who to shoot. I don't know who's who. That's not the situation right now, Plastic Man. <laughs> <laughs> not the case uh but yeah i really like this i really do uh i'm looking forward to it continuing i thought that at this point i was worried that a vampire story you know we had it start in october maybe that's the scariest month of the year i don't know about a whole year of this but i'm really digging it and i gave and this it, is why every day is halloween for our that is true i i give it a nine out of ten and even with that the part with damien and Canary, we'll see if that plays out. That does feel a little off and kind of, it, it yeah. does kind of set the pacing off a little bit, but it led then for Canary to go off. And I did like Roy with the, the passwords that only he cares about, but also that they're still on the case and they're wondering what's going on and, and targeting the Bat family, thinking that that would be something that might be, and, and everybody else, but they wanted to see if possibly Batman might be involved, but. What would you give it? 8.5 yeah, out of 10. It's good. It's really good. It, it's fun and it's bright. And I really like the stuff with Jaina. I think that that really ups it. That is something where I didn't it's gonna be expect this weird breakaway that. character that's going to be the coolest thing in this book and nobody saw it coming. Yeah, I did not expect it at all. I'm just going to die next issue. I'm going to eat these words. <laughs> We're like, oh my God, we loved her so much. But we're going to go to the next book, the next scary book. And another one. Pretty impressive. Well, that's the thing about the DC versus vampire feels like it has its own advantage just because you don't have to read anything or know anything to go into it because it's its own thing. Task Force Z had a lot of prep to go into it and for what it's doing with the overall DC universe. And also it's funny because the the title DC versus vampires, it really sounds generic, right? It really sounds stupid. But boy, it tells you what's going on. Like, you say, hey, DC, okay, that sounds they ain't cool. They in the lead. Yeah, they're not. And so impress them inside, which they are. Uh, Test for C, though. Oh, what's that about? That seems weird, but I, I do like it. But what uh, are the stats here? Task Force Z, written by Matthew Rosenberg, with art by Eddie Barrows, Eber Ferreira, Adriana Lucas, and Rob Lee. For this issue of our Undead Squad, we see that Jason Todd has become under the thumb of Project Halperin as they've brought him back to life. After the previous issue, and while it seems weird that this felt like it was played as a secret and we spend the rest of the issue talking about it, with that, though, it's back to basics in getting the Lazarus resin off the streets, which creates some great character moments and a reveal at the end that I hope is explained uh, well as we continue. Yeah, it better be explained. I mean, it, it doesn't, but again, it's weird. And what we're saying is that this Crispin, the guy who's the head, it's Two-Face, which is crazy. Now, we were in the Slack and people were saying to you, well, is it crazy because Hugo Strange ends up coming out of jail and doing the thing in the Harley book during... That was bad, too. And yeah, that wasn't make any sense. So, you can't make that as a freaking like, this is bad. How about this one? I'm like, this that doesn't make this better because that never made any sense. I'm like, you have an easy sell, Matthew Rosenberg, if you are going to go with that, because 
I like Two-Face a lot. If you just give me a decent explanation, even if it's not 100%, it'll work for me because it's a cool reveal to have Two-Face, one of my favorite villains, to be the head of this. But from where we left him with the cold of Two-Face, him wanting a second chance, I just don't know how we get you know Harvey Dent, former district attorney of Gotham, out of prison, right for a state of mind after having that bullet removed from his head, out of prison, and then put in charge of some organization that brings people back from the dead. I need to know how we get from point A to B to C here. I don't mind second chances there, no. right? You actually have somebody who had a second chance and done messes it up in here. But the idea, yes, yeah, the <laughs> idea of having second chances is one thing. And all you know, he did his time. You, you could tell me all that stuff. Did his time? It was like two weeks ago in DC Comic Time. Doesn't lead you to be the head. Now, is this a little wink, wink that this isn't as governmental as we think, whatnot? But what it does start. Re- it's reminding me a lot of like a Secret Six book more now than ever. And I think that it's a cool play the way that it's going. Now, the weird thing is I started thinking, okay, what was that Two-Face story with the bullet? For some reason, I completely thought of it in a swerve different way that would have made sense because I thought that that was finally the way that they proved Two-Face was the bad guy. Right. And then he was separated from his regular Harvey Dent. But the problem was Harvey Dent was the one who ended up being the bad guy really in that where Batman ended up helping him. At the end, but he did go to jail. Remember, he was helping people yeah. with this little, you know, legal advice and stuff. That does not lead you to be the head of a governmental agency. It really this doesn't. makes you like a weird version of Amanda Waller, and I just don't know how you get there right and now. And so with that, if somebody was going to complain or, or argue with us, I mean, this argument is not an argument where it's going to solve anything. You're just going to, again, almost like the Hugo Strange. Amanda Waller isn't a good person either, and no. she has been in trouble a lot, and she keeps going. Well, but that, that still does not, you know, equal out to explaining this. But because it's just a cliffhanger, oh, yeah, I'm hoping thing, we get an we explanation. We have an entire month. Of, I, I say, like, you know, we're gonna he's he's gonna be figuring this out the whole time. But no, he has a story figured out already. I just need to make sense. But that is neither near here nor there for this it's a issue cool because it is a cool though, cliffhanger. Right? It that brings Harvey Two Face Dent back, and I like that. And it gets you going into the deal and really going with the idea that Jason is really it's almost like that Ted Cord reveal for the Tom Taylor new suicide like the Suicide Squad like story that he did before like oh my god and then it was the sort of like it's really Black Skull or Black Mask Black Mask maybe that's what maybe this is a good but it does that would that would be too much like that like I hope there is I hope there's an explanation of why it's two-faced not a swerve to explain oh it was this person all along pretending because there's no reason. Like, I just to hope pretend. he's not being manipulated himself. Where for some reason the other personality of Two Face himself is a weird, like you know, decayed version of himself that we have to get away, and we have to bring the real Harvey Dent back to life using Lazarus pills of the mind to make Harvey a whole person again. <laughs> oh, like, I hope goodness. it doesn't get weird and convoluted like that. Yeah, at the beginning we see Jason being brought back to life, and then you know, obviously a little Frankenstein esque. It's really fun. Frankenstein esque, Jim. No, this is reanimator. No, I don't. Each reanimator, I go classics. Eric, it had you know. a syringe full of green liquid that we're injecting into a dead body, and he comes back to life. That's resin, Eric, just like in Frankenstein, right? It's a reagent. Oh, I, I love the idea. Like we're sitting there, and I'm like, it's like Frankenstein. People are like, yeah, and you're like, no, it's reanimator. They're like what? The old people movies. Reanimator. About reanimator, isn't that when they have to, you know? Pause the deal and the scheduling of releasing that animated movie and redo it, right? Reanimator. No, no that's not it. I like the Reanimator. Jeffrey Combs. Oh, <laughs> scanners. You're saying West. body parts. You have this though, where you have Delia and Amelia, 
and these twins are doing all the work there. Which is bringing, weird because I don't know what we're playing with. I don't this either. entire resurrection of Jason Todd here who dies after the last issue and Deadshot reanimated kills him. Where we end up seeing that one of these people that has been there, like, you know, ed, like, you know, doing medical tests on Jason when he comes back off missions and stuff like that. Where it turns out that they are a twin, a clone, or something like that, just to have another reveal where they bring him back to life, which seemed previously was something that he never wanted. He never wanted to be under their thumb like the rest of Task Force Z. And it almost seems like it is a big secret at this point in time when they do it. But throughout the rest of the issue, they keep bringing up, like, we've brought you back to life before. We can do it again. I'm like, I, I don't know what we're playing at here. And this Project Halper is just kind of weird. It is. And and these two, you know, it's like the three Jokers. It's as big, right? You see them being the twins. <laughs> and I would the- say more like DD from, you know, Batman Beyond, but whatever. I actually thought of just Tweedledee and Tweedledum, but as sexy nurses is how I thought, which is how I think of Tweedledee and Tweedledum anyway. But yeah, this is cool. the big thing. I do like the idea. It's like, uh, how does this work? Just stick it in his ear. All right. Boom. Yeah. But this is the worst for Jason. He did not want this. Now he, you said, now he's completely under their thumb. It, he does, but he seems a little bit And it seems like it's happened pissed. a lot before and he knew about it so for some reason. Yeah, I, at least for me, I thought, oh, that's, you know, a big thing, especially then when he explains it to Deadshot coming up. But he ends up like, okay, you did this. There's two of you. Oh, my God. And this just ends up leading to, you know, this deal where Floyd comes in to apologize to him. All zombied up freaking it Floyd It is pretty long. funny. I just love the I'm idea like, just that put he's your mask just, on, buddy. I know. Seriously, he's Gross. just walking around. Jason jumps up. Oh, crap. That, what are you going to eat me? He's like, I don't think so. Is that something I would do? And you're getting the rules again a bit. You're being told what's going on, what's at stake, and the idea that if you do serve your time, you end up being fully brought and back. And you said that's what I wanted, Jason Todd. You of all people should know what it's about being, you know, brought back to life or being used by somebody and stuff like that with his Suicide Squad past. And it's such a weird idea that I feel like we should have had another issue to deal with it because I didn't get it in my mind that Jason Todd picked Deadshot from what we had in the previous issue. It almost seemed like Project I thought Alpers, it was a surprise. We have a new member on the team. We need you to go collect. They show up. Oh, my God. There's the Cobra Cult. we got to take them out. And then who is our guy? And then Jason gets shot. And this is like, you know, you did this to me. No, I suggested you. But Cobra Cole had the same idea and got to you first. I'm like, I want to have that issue where Jason suggests this. Cobra Cole digs up Floyd's body or wherever it is. And then the next issue is the one like we have. It feels like there's an issue missing in between where he suggests that shot and gives the reasons why he wants him on the team to the Cobra Cole, who apparently are, you know, Lazarus resin popping pill popping zombies as well. Go and get him to bring him back. For I know they're Naha Naha, I guess. Yeah, the Naha Naha. And uh, Gazuntite. You end up where I agree, because I thought, and you played off that idea, oh my God, it's Deadshot, was a shock to us. It's great. As well. One step closer to bringing Floyd yeah, back to life. And that's a thing here. Now, you end up a little bit later with Bane, with Jason kind of, you know, we're finding out some things of these characters coming back, especially like people who were dead a little longer. You know, Jason comes back, he's pretty much chase you know he's right up he's fighting shape he's gonna go uh and then with the others though bane's like I, he didn't remember once they give him more lazarus he's a little less zombie-esque he does remember things and i really got upset when floyd doesn't mention his daughter at all where he's just he is the buffy who wishes he was still dead you should know jason i wouldn't want to come back but it, that bothers me a bit with his daughter and how much he tries to make sure that she's okay and and all that but with that, I do think it's funny that he comes in almost like brains. He's not, but he wants to apologize and then leaves talking shit. 
where he says to Jack, oh, you of all people should know. And that's a big that's a big line. I mean, he should and does. So that was pretty good. As in a weird way, he's walking towards the light as they say that it's the light of the door. But I do like that. I like that scene. I just wish that Zoe was mentioned. But Jason then goes out and this is all pretty much a, a do, you know, with Sundowner, Hannah. Oh, Hannah leaving the facility to go get some pizza and stuff like that. And the idea that Jason finds her goes and has a little heart to heart, heart to heart, finds out that Hannah's other self, the Sundowner itself, is dying. And the Sundowner is what's kept Hannah alive as long as she has been, but she's way older than she appears to be. But you have this little moment where you can have a connection between Jason Todd and Hannah to give Jason a reason to care about why he does what he does for Project Halperin. But Hannah is not on the up and up. She is working for the project to go and put this whole ruse over in Jason to keep him compliant. Look at that pizza. Seriously, it looks nonsense, Eric. But I, again, you always have a problem with pizza while you eat it in the car I, yeah, on your I way do. home. And it's going to burn you and cheese is going all over you. This thing is dripping like I swear to God, it's pieces of clay face. Just yeah, like that. That is nonsense. Who Who is cutting this? And so when you go, though, it's, it's a good dupe. It does end up revealing that this is all to get yeah, Jason plays on Jason's heart. His weak spot. I just kind of wanted it to not be a two. I, I just I want Jason to win just a slight bit, and I I would have. We liked still to have, have a great many issues of this series where Jason might come out victorious I, in all this, I, I, and we I might find like out that this. it's a gigantic Bat Family dupe itself. Maybe I, I and it, you, that is something that you could have. When Two Face shows up, things start to you know go swirling around, but. I did like this connection that he had with Hannah here. Again, I, I don't have an, enough of a connection for the idea that this woman who I just found out is older than she looks due to some darkness vampire monster that comes out of her when the lights are off. Like, you know what? It's dying. I've seen it in person. Maybe it's, it's for the it's best. It's awful. I just kind of thought it was a nice thing where he might be you, able you to kind help of scare her me, Hannah. Man, right? I, I'm kind of okay with you dying and your monster inside it's you. It's just, it's all a dupe. And I was like, oh, Jason. Jason. Does, can, like, Jason deserves better. You know, he has that nice flight attendant girlfriend that we had previously at Red Hood and the Outlaws. Mm, Go back true. to that. Yeah. Now, with me, luckily, I'm not Jason Todd. Or maybe it's, you know, I should be. I don't know. Because when he goes back, you, you end up be. finding Crispin's like, hey. He found out about you, Jason. He wants to talk to you. And they've even talked about who this is. And Jason's saying, I've never really met him face to face. I really, when I was reading this, and I went back to read it again for the podcast, I really was hoping there was going to be more double puns that we didn't see. There's not really much. But when he ends up going. Do you wanted this to become Batman 66 out of definitely. nowhere? Definitely. I did. And then we're like, we should have seen it all along. But you end up where this Crispin Two Face says, hey, uh, you have a little. Fun time going out and having the pizza parties, did you? Well, the next time, don't come back. If that's me, I'm like, F you. I'm leaving. I'm just like, okay, I can leave. Uh, Sayonara, sucker. Now, with that, he needs the, the resin, but... And does he? That's the thing is, did they give him enough where he is alive through and through, or he will he'd start to de degenerate and just die? Yeah, he seems fine. At, at one point, too... Like everybody else is taking pills. He got a whole shot in the ear. He's playing 3D chess. I end up where... I don't know why I wanted this also... I don't know why I thought it was going to happen. When he went over as he's being yelled at and he sees there's coffee, I really thought he was going to pour the cup, put the cup down and start guzzling it out of the urn. I, I don't know why. I thought that that would have been badass. But do you want him to be some weird Martin Riggs character, like a Lethal Weapon move? This is like all crazy I want. Martin Riggs? Yeah, especially with this story. I want that. You really are crazy, Jason. I want it all. But he ends up where all this were revealed. It's a dupe. They even laugh at him. Poor Jason's getting laughed at. But there is an yeah, it's been for a long time. Yeah. And they say, 
you know, hey, listen, if you leave again, don't come back, all this. You have fun with your jailbreak. But in the meantime, we have a new mission. You have to go out. We're going to go right now. And it is Jason's deal, too, by the end, even here is like, what are we? What, you know, this whole thing seems to be like, there should be a purpose. I kind of understand. But really, we feel like, you know, we're just a rival drug company that wants to take down the other kind of grab the pills. Where's the pill? And it, it's starting to get to them. But we have, you know, our obligatory action scene here. And it's cool enough. You end up seeing, though, that all these guys, as they're fighting Cobra, they're they're dying. And it's a smart play where Jason does think that they had done something with the resin. And he calls back and he's like, well, you're not affected. And you had the resin again, like you said, who? But then Mr. Bloom is actually sick and he doesn't. Everybody who has skin exposed is being poisoned by Cobra's new freaking right hand man coming in here to make sure that things come out the way they're supposed to, Cheshire. And it's a great idea, except for the thing that we just saw in the Catwoman book where she was with the second chances. The problem is, especially in an issue that's about second chances. The idea of the thing is, I'm okay with it because the Catwoman thing was so forced just to have that one thing with Leanne at the end of the whole handshake. It never made sense for Cheshire to be the second chance character, especially in Gotham for no reason. Here we go. This is classic Cheshire, and this is the way she should be. I don't know about working with like zombie Cobra, but just Cobra would be fine. She seems to like, I I think that she doesn't mind as much because she even says, I don't care about them, but you know, means to an end. She doesn't care. Yeah, she's getting paid. And again, if you play that game and saying, oh, man, Cheshire was just in Catwoman. She was a second chance or whatever that what you said that was never fully explained anyway. And so you got to go with the classic and at least it was there for a throwaway moment just for everybody to say, oh, my God, it's mother and daughter Leanne and freaking Cheshire. Oh, my God. Yay. But it doesn't mean anything. And like for her to fight Jason Todd here, I'm like, I feel like from this one little battle we had is more than her doing the entire second chance and seeing Leanne. This is what Cheshire is. This is what Cheshire should be. Yeah. And I, I like this. And that's the thing. You want me to explain why this makes sense? Because of Cheshire. that's all you need to do. This is the character. And I like the back and forth. She is trash talking through and through here and even says at one point, oh, you're a little armored up. That's pretty cool. But you're slower now. You weren't as fast. I love that she tries to compliment him, but then always has to pull it back that she's better anyway. And I liked it. I liked the whole deal uh, with this of her pretty much kicking the crap out of Jason when she thinks that he's trying to up the ante with the pills. And she's like, nope, not letting you do that. But he ends up being able to throw them over at Bane where we know he has an issue with Bane anyway, but they're out on this the, is, the deal. This leads to the greatest moment ever because it's almost like I have a Hulk situation from the Marvel movies stuff because, you know, Jason is almost acting like he's going to take a bunch of pills to supercharge himself. And when Cheshire like kicks him back and they all go scattering, it was all just a ruse to get those pills on Bane right there. And then Bane comes back to the life and just, you know, just goes oh all Bane God. on Cheshire. And I'm like, this destroys her right there, but this leads us to an amazing moment where it's Bane has enough pills yeah. in his system right now to be Bane, not just a zombie. He knows who he is. He knows what he's done. And we have a whole thing like, you know I'm why I'm going to do this. Alfred Pennyworth, like, you know, even the idea, say his name, Alfred Pennyworth. And then Jason just chucks Bane off of a building and goes like, you know, puts comms back on. We've lost Bane. I'm like. This is the greatest retribution for the how you like, because we've been talking about it the entire time. Like, how does a Jason Todd work with a Bane after killing Alfred Pennyworth? The idea of even bringing him back from dead, how does that work for a Jason Todd? And it just seems like the idea of once he learns about how the Lazarus resin works, how much cognitive function a person gets from doing it, 
this was the end game for Jason Todd. This was enough for Jason Todd to like to work for Project Halper to get his revenge. Yeah, and just think of that. First off, I think that when he goes back and they have the Christmas with the Robins, they all really get him on the painting now, front and center. <laughs> Give him a hug. And the, the classic is nobody, even Batman, can say jack squat about this because bane is already dead he's not and even alive. the thing is we've lost bane and i, I do expect project halpern to collect him again and bring him back <laughs> and i do expect throughout this that red hood is going to kill <laughs> him over and I'm over again you, i think jason knows that he needs to do this though the best play though is that set up from the beginning with floyd you know kind of giving you the idea if you have a little more resin you get more and more coherent all that where jason needs bane to you know destroy and literally destroy just think, Cheshire, of the catharsis. Right? just think of the catharsis though for all of the robins for a second word dick grayson gets billions of dollars from alfred pennyworth damian wayne is working through his guilt with an alfred of the mind you know his conscience guilty conscience working him through this whole like you know pain that he's feeling jason todd is actually getting revenge on the man who tim drake is completely left out he has no opinion on he's alfred got a boyfriend, or anything. he's, he's got doing a his thing right he That's had a, a nice doing. christmas Wait, he broke up with steph you know what hell with a good like his new boyfriend i'm like is that his only catharsis i couldn't think of bernard's name for a second that's why i said it's maybe bernard is the deal and maybe that's a crazy thing to think about is the idea of how each of the characters are going to get over and it does seem like i and now you say that i wish there was more of a push where you know you had Tim trying to reevaluate his life, and it just seemed like it was like, yep, sick of being this Robin all the time. I really need to figure Cassie's out myself. just having a sleepover with Steph? Yeah, I wish that it would have been the idea, well, Alfred died. You, you don't have all the time that you think you do. i got to figure things out, and, and that's how it went. I thought that, that maybe that would have been a cool deal. Like you said, then everybody is almost being inspired or how they get over alfred it's such a weird idea for that to be the case just because tim has lost both of his parents i know but i'm telling you right now in, in the now i mean if i end up where you died tomorrow i wouldn't be less upset like everybody because, except for damien has lost you know all of their my parents. dad's dead it's not gonna mean that i'm gonna be less upset if you know somebody else dies but the, the best part of this is is that combo of he needed Bane to not get killed again. He throws all the pills over at Bane, which were too many, what he usually has. And also, Bane even says, because we forgot the one big part where he said earlier to Crispin when they go out, you got to give them more resin. I'm not dealing with mindless zombies. They are oh, no. even when they, they get, keep trying to eat me. They, they get cut in half and they're trying to eat me. That Arkham Knight, holy crap, was just that. So you have to up the ante. Then he gives the pill, so Bane is more coherent to the point where he can then ask him because he doesn't want to end up like, hey, B he wants Bane to know what he's doing and why. And and I thought that that was great. It, best moment in a while in comics, especially if you're a Jason Todd fan or you're upset about Alfred both. Because one of the big questions of this book is, why would he do this? Why would he work with Bane? Why would he be? And you see that, you know, he's, he's not exactly happy with Bane. So we can take care of that. It's a great little he moment. He keep doing it. If he gets pissed, he just keeps killing Bane. I mean, he could do it, right? It's, it's a cool. weird thing, though, leading on to the big reveal now that we see why Jason Todd may want to be here and what he's going to do going forward and, you know, continuing on with this team. But when you have the reveal of Two-Face being the head of this under the pseudonym Crispin, I'm like, why Crispin and why this? Like, it just seems like a weird choice out of nowhere to reveal, like, he's using an assumed name and this whole thing is like a, a, this organization that brings people back from the dead. The word Glover 
is actually two. It's it means two in Russian. You barely know what things mean in English. <laughs> you're going to talk about this. I, just, I was hoping you went with it. like, oh my god, look at the scholar. Oh, I'm not going to have you deceive people. I, I tried to, and the weirdest thing, I tried to make Glover sound Russian, and it it, it didn't. <laughs> you Glover. You know, Glover, Russian. Danny Glover of the Russian Glover. Even then, too, I had to explain it. It didn't work. I should have said, like, Glover, that is French for double. There you go, Eric. That makes sense, right? I win. Uh, but yeah, the reveal's weird. It's, it's kind of, it's one of those. I, I, if I had a reaction video, which I don't really react much, uh, you know, visually, so it wouldn't be great, but it would be like the, oh my God. And then like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't make no sense. Like, I did end up like, oh my god, that's cool. And then I thought for like two seconds, I'm like, I don't know if it is, but we're gonna see. Uh, I'm telling you, it's cool if you're a Two Face fan like I am. It's cool to have him back and actually doing something new that's a little bit different than the, like the, the status quo Two Face he's been getting for the greater part of how many decades he's been around. You want him to do something new. You want him to do something interesting. I just need that thing to make sense, and hopefully it does going forward. And, and this is the weird thing. This is. This is a 12-issue maxi-series, right? I think. And uh, yes. with that, you're not going to get an annual probably, but it would be a perfect annual in March to get the backstory of what happened with Two-Face to get here because I'd like a full issue to see. And as you no, said... I agree. And you still might get that. Maybe. It's weird to give a maxi-series an annual. That's what I... It just seems You odd. had 10 issues of Swamp Thing and you did freaking Swamp uh, Suicide Squad crossovers and one story about the thought process of a freaking, like, you know... Nazi bomb. You're now talking about the idea of Hugo Strange. Like, that didn't make sense either. And yeah, the the people loved bomb, it. But yeah, they seem to. You got six more issues there. Um, the thing is, if we do find out and get a really good explanation, like, this feels like this could be the dumbest thing we'll ever see, or we just, it'll just be, there it is, you know. But if it is done in a real good way, or even half ass way, I'm probably still going to go with it. I okay. want a really good way that you actually do elevate the character Two Face and change him into something that might be. Because I'm telling you, this isn't exactly people I saw saying, I don't get it, Two Face being a good guy. I don't know that this is a good you guy. He's a good guy. That? No, it's, I'm it's not. almost like the trust organization right now from Deathstroke Inc., where you have Juliet Ballantyne, where we're going to go after villains, and if they don't agree to join us, we're going to send them to prison and stuff like that. It almost feels along the lines like we are g- going to control people from like coming back from the dead. There's a bunch of pills out on the street that like our people are pushing. We're going to take all of those motherfuckers out, get all our pills back so we can corner the market. Like, that doesn't sound like a good guy. No, and, and what I also like about this is that deal of, you know, what is Jason And again, doing? I say corner the market. We don't know what their end game is, but you know it can't be good. But the thing I also like about that is just say he goes, and it, it legitimately is Crispin Glover, probably the most craziest man ever, right? He's there. That doesn't lead anything past that. If you end up going and you find out who's this Crispin, it's just some dude, right? And they're like, okay, what this does, though, is sets up yet another mystery that Jason Todd would be interested in of like, wait a second, what's going two face? Like that is really cool because we don't know. You said at the end, we may find out that this is almost like a Grayson situation back in the day where he's there undercover, he's doing well, these like things. Well like I said, even Dino Lance over in, you know, the trust to like organization in Deathstroke. But we don't really know much of that, but this actually even if Jason's just there on his own volition to try to do things, maybe get close to Bane and kill him multiple times. But this ends up being something that this is a good connection me. with him though. This actually makes it seem like he's gonna be like, wait a second too for like what is going on here to see how this is working out. Uh and uh, that was a good 
good deal. It's not explained yet. I hope it is, and I hope it's done in a good way, but it's a cool cliffhanger. I mean, in this this book, I think it looks good, and I really did like it. And oh, I love Eddie Barrow's art. That scene, even before... I mean, the, the kicking of Bane off of the side of the building, that that's great. Like, you sit there, but just the conversation leading to that was so well done. Even Bane, who... I mean, zombie Bane almost seems like he, he's embarrassed to even say it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he did... And then he gets kicked off the side. Almost of like he's thing. ashamed, like a dog who got into the garbage. And that's what I liked about it. Like that's a thing where he did do that. What'd you do? Killed Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah, it's like he wouldn't even look at him and kill him, you know, and say his name. Like that was really well done. I almost felt bad for Bane for a second before he got kicked off the building. And then it's so bad as Jason flips on the gun. We lost Bane. This emotional damage it's awesome. From this. That was so good. I, I thought that was great, but. You end up also, just to point out, I didn't even see, I don't know that it means whatever, but he ended up popping some pills as Bane was taking down Cheshire, too. He's, he's putting a couple in his mouth. Well, you gotta, you gotta get the toxin throat yeah, out of yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna do that. Plus, he's just about to take on Bane. I think he's like, yeah, I gotta get, you know, on the up and up. And did that with the toxin and stuff, so. I, I thought it was cool. I thought it was really good. What did you give this? I ended up giving this an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I'm gonna go 8-5. I could even go 8-8. Eight, eight. I think I'll go 8-8. Eight, eight. I, I did like DC versus Vampires a little more. Uh, that seems like this is, it, they're both the, the same length, but this seems more like the slow burn and the wow moments and stuff with the DC versus Vampires and stuff. I, I did enjoy a little bit more, but pretty good. Pretty good for a scary spotlight uh, to let everybody know if you haven't listened to us in a while or this is your first time, kind of what we're about. And then there's just going to be people who are like, all right, something else came out. Let's listen to those jackoffs. That's what I think most people say. I don't know why. I, I cool. end up being very sad. Eric, I end up like, I'm like, well, let's look in the mirror everybody's kicking me off the side of the building. I don't know why they're asking me to say Alfred Pennyworth, but I do. It's because you have a speech impediment and people like to laugh at you. Maybe that's it. I need more, more money cruel. means more, more speech therapy. That's, that's right. <laughs> so, hey, everybody. We just have to offend people by the end. But hey, everybody, uh, we? go off. Well, you're the one who said I was speech impediment. I'm not very uh-huh. nice. You had to go that with that. That wasn't nice. You you have an eye impediment. Take true. take that, buddy. That means yeah, you need the it. glasses. Uh-huh. You, your ocular nerve is on my last you get, nerve. you get your glasses yet? Yeah, I'm wearing them. Cool. Pretty good, though. I, I thought the other day it almost is like chasing the dragon. Because I ended up, thing. well, when you first get the glasses and you it's put them on, term. everything seems so bright. And every, like, I'm like, holy crap, this is like a brand new world. Oh, my God, who are you? And it's like, I'm your son, Logan. I'm, no, you're not. Get out of here. And now I even thought this morning I put them on. I'm like, not as impressed with the bright world anymore. Well, that's the thing is, it's not as bright because I can assume that your grubby hands keep touching them and they're all smudged with up. With that, I kept trying to clean them because they do have kind of like a film. Yeah. A greasy film on. I may have also been eating like breakfast pizza at the time. Yeah, it might have been. I, I don't even know what that is. Is it just pizza? Yeah, it's just pizza. It's pizza. Okay. I'm eating them for breakfast. I just wanted you, to you tell you. You're shaming Dinah for having, you know, French fries for breakfast, even though she was up all night and didn't go to sleep, but you're having breakfast pizza. Yeah, breakfast pizza. You, you eat the cold pizza. You like cold pizza, right? Enough? You do? You like? The, I, I like to eat it when it's hot. You like the cold fries? Oh, nobody does. That's what she seems to be eating. Old fries. And I swear to God, they're, don't know when they she were cigarette butts. She, she's drunk. She's a, the, the one time I ended up where, you know, in the band, we had this picture of beer. Some asshole was putting out cigarettes in it. I start guzzling another thing. And oh, it made me so sick when I saw all oh, that. That's why you look before you leap. Yeah, I was drunk. 
Right? That was back in the day. I didn't. That's no, not a big deal. Huh? I didn't know any better. I did get weirded out, but thank God I was drunk, or I really would have had some problems with that because that weird. It really threw me. Ah, uh, but that is it. And everybody, if you want to go over to the Twitters, go over to Weird Science DC. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Also, go to our website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, where we review almost every issue that comes out each and every week from DC. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening to this. And at the end of all this, go to our Patreon, Patreon.com, slash WeirdScience, where you can support us for the things that we have on this feed. Give us a little inspiration to even continue this extra spotlight. Dip your toe deal, but get plenty more in return. Each level goes up. You get more and more podcast and responsibilities eric and everybody loves responsibilities i was gonna say Uh money money means more speech therapy where's my speech therapy that's it everybody thanks everybody for everything thanks for listening and we will talk to you later eric do you have anything to say at the end of this year's spotlight thank god it's friday you are all weirdos weird science is the revolution Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.